The Wig Lottery, by Eve Chuttleson. Fran felt like she was the luckiest girl in the universe. She had just been called by the National Wig and Purse Center to be notified that she had won the Super Wig Lottery. Fran had never fancied wigs, but was convinced by her good friend Blonte that she should enter this once-in-a-lifetime contest. As the winner, Fran would get one free wig and a super purse each week for the rest of her life. Fran never expected to win, so she began calling all of her friends, neighbors, co-workers, and doctors to tell them of her good fortune. Suddenly, Fran realized that she didn't have any slacks to match all of these new purses in her future. She always thought it was very proper and elegant to match your slacks and purse at all times, even when doing yard work. Fran nearly fainted at the thought of not having matching slacks, so she immediately telephoned her good old shopping buddy, Blonta. Blonta was so excited that she fainted. Fran knew that she had fainted because she heard the phone drop. Fran immediately raced in her car over to Blonta's house and knocked at the door feverishly. Fran was certain that Blonta had fainted, so she broke the door down using all of her strength. Blonta immediately ran out of the bathroom in pure shock. Fran then told Blonta that she thought she might have fainted on the phone. Blonta told Fran that her cordless phone battery must have expired, failed or gone dead because when the line went silent, she assumed that she had hung up. The two friends giggled and chided each other for two hours over the incident, and Fran agreed to have Mr. Umabil fix the door. He lived right next door, and was able to fix it in three jiffies, ever so quietly. Fran and Blonte decided to sneak into the old barn that was across a dangerous Lerikati bridge in Blonte's backyard. Fran thought it might be a little mini-adventure before they went shopping for slacks and purses. Blonte, who always loved a little mini-adventure, decided that the old barn may hold the secrets to her lost charm bracelet. Blonte picked up her boombox, which weighed a hefty 30 pounds and brought it along on their little mini-adventure so they could listen to their favorite tunes. Fran thought it was a pretty hip and crazy, but cool idea. Blonta picked up a few of her favorite cassettes, and threw them into her fanna pack. Fran raided Blonta's fridge to see if there was any chocolate pancakes or hot griddle cakes left over from last month's big party breakfast, but all that was in there that looked interested were some shovel cookies and an eggplant casserole. Fran loaded the cooks and the casserole into her fanna pack. And the two chums were on their way to cross the dangerous Lyricity Bridge to the mysterious barn out back. Suddenly, as Blonta put a new cassette into her hefty boombox, a large crow cackled and frightened her. Blonta dropped her favorite cassette into the muddy and cloudy water of Birch Creek. Oh no. Oh. Oh. Why? Help. Oh. Hurry Blonta shrieked, as she knew she could never replace this ultra-rare and great cassette of her favorite band the Clutterbugs Blonta almost began to cry. When Fran came up with a great idea, how about we piggyback down into the creek, and we can rescue your cool cassette. Blonta decided that the piggyback idea was pretty lame, but insisted that they hold hands and try to rescue the cassette. Blonta got a strong grip on the trunk of a clove tree and then grabbed onto Fran's hand as she gingerly inched her way down the steep ravine and towards the muddy creek where the cassette tape had fallen. Suddenly, Blonta was startled by a chirping bird and let loose of the clove tree. Both Blonta and Fran toppled down the steep ravine into the muddy creek. Oh. Oh. Help. I'm falling down the ravine shrieked Blonta. Fran was trying to keep her composure, and not scream or shriek. But suddenly she remembered that she had won the super wig lottery, 
and just had to get to her favorite stores to buy new slacks. Wow. Oh. Heavens. Oh. Blonda. We have got to hurry and get out of this ravine Fran yelled. Both Blonda and Fran managed to dodge the muddy waters of the creek by rolling into a fresh pile of leaves. Hugh. We were ultra lucky shouted Blonda as she reached for the Clutter Bugs cassette. The cassette had delicately landed on a lily pad and it not seemed to be damaged or wet. What a blessing Blonta yelled. Blonta and Fran scrambled up the steep ravine and hurried onto the dangerous Lyricity bridge to pick up Blonta's boombox and head over to the mysterious old barn. Oh. I think I see a phantom. Oh Fran hollered as she jumped over a stray log on the path to the old barn. Suddenly, Blonta fainted and she dropped her boombox, which shattered and crumbled into hundreds of pieces. Fortunately, the Clutterbugs cassette was okay. Fran was completely shocked at the destruction, and Blonta's fainting. Fran delicately fanned Blonta with a stray clove branch. Blonta came to, but began crying when she realized that her boombox had been destroyed. Oh, it was a classic, but I will have to forge ahead and learn to live without my boombox Blonta lamented. Boom. Boom. Boom Blonta and Fran heard three loud backfires and raced across the dangerous rickety bridge to the safety of Mrs. Tingle's new carport. Mrs. Tingles lived directly across the street from Fran. Mrs. Tingles offered Fran and Blunter mugs of hot, delicious, herbal tea and many biscuits. All three of them chided and tittered with each other over the lost cassette and broken boombox. Suddenly, Fran reached into her handbag and found Blunter's charm bracelet. Blunter swiftly kicked Fran in the shoulder and accused her of being a thief. Mrs. Tingles quickly broke up the catfight and sent Blonta and Fran on their way. With their shopping day completely spoiled, Fran went back home and called her other shopping buddy Cora. Cora would have to help Fran buy all of the matching slacks and purses. The end.